Welcome to the Pending Accommodation Podcast. I'm KJ Pilcher, joined by Dick Briggs. Uh, are you hunkered down? Uh, Ice Storm 2023 is on its way. Are you ready with uh, some salt and chipper? I've actually I went out early today, about nine o'clock, and there was it's just raining, it's kind of sprinkling, hardly anything. And I then I had to go out about an hour and a half later, and I thought, ah, oh, nothing's changed. So I backed out of my car and slid down my driveway, which is on a slope, and went, oh boy, <laughs> yeah. definitely ice. Wow. wow. Yeah, uh, I think we're staying indoors here for the day. Schools are canceled and and stuff, but uh, uh, we'll avoid the elements as much as we can here the next 24 hours. So I guess I don't mind snow. I don't like ice. I was just going to say, at least we're not getting two feet of snow like uh, up in uh, uh, the Twin Cities area, huh? Yeah, and I heard uh, somebody I ran into from Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin, we're supposed to get two feet. They were supposed to get two feet of snow. That's what they said in Twin Cities area. Really? So, yeah. Luckily, we're not we're not having to dig out of that here later. Knock on wood. But um, as my wife pointed out, as Chris pointed out, uh, better now than trying to drive home and it uh, Saturday night from the state wrestling tournament, um, which we've had some. Uh, uh, crazy situations coming back from uh, Wells Fargo Arena in the past, so we avoided it this year. Just got it a few days late, which is which is fine. I'll be a hundred percent honest. I've been immersed in uh, in high school wrestling this last week uh, uh, plus, um, so I might rely on you uh, just to kind of lead the way here. But um, I know. Uh, Iowa State had a tough one with uh, uh, Missouri, even though David Carr came away with a big win uh, against uh, Keegan O'Toole and became the Big 12 Wrestler of the Week uh, this last week. Iowa finally had its uh, kind of its number one starting lineup that you see in the postseason. Take the mat together on Sunday against Oklahoma State, and they handled the – uh, Cowboys on senior day, getting a pin from Spencer Lee in his final uh, match as a Hawkeye um, at Carver Hawkeye Arena. All right, so let me set the stage for you at the at the Iowa Oklahoma State meet. Not 100 percent packed, but I, I was a sold out crowd, I believe. But there was some empty seats, uh, and of course, it's Oklahoma State. John Smith, you know it, that's. Uh, you know, they don't give much better than that when it comes to matchups. And uh, right. you know, so number two, Iowa, number six, Oklahoma State. They they, they must have – they did draw because they started at 165 rather than 125. So I thought that was kind of neat with, with Spencer's last meet kind of going a different direction. So mm -hmm. anyway, so that meant that started at 165. Patrick Kennedy came out, had some great doubles and some some good attacks on Wyatt Sheets, who was unranked. I don't get that. Wyatt Sheets unranked. Well, he must be – must have been out or something. He's a great wrestler, but – but uh, and uh, um, anyway, to me, that was the next best match of the meet. Because <laughs> I mean, who could argue with Spencer Lee? You know, so that was the next best match. It was the most exciting one. And then, and then at one seventy four, Brands Nelson Brands came out and won a three to two match. Ava Saad won a four to two match over Tra Travis Whitlake. And then, uh, and and Nelson's win was a 
over number seven ranked Dustin Platt. So that was a nice win. Uh, Jacob Warner had a three to two win. Um, and then uh, Cassiope had a four to nothing win. So it kind of yawners, not a lot of action going on. I, I'm hearing people around me, you know, saying, come on, where's our offense going? You know, but, but these, <laughs> so then they go into the break and here's what I'm setting up. So they go into the break and they're introducing the uh, uh, Iowa wrestlers or they're just as a group, not individually, but, but they, the gal that, that goes around and, uh, and uh, it, uh, does little interviews for the, for Iowa, grab uh, Gable and, and Gable, I don't know if you saw this or not, but Gable's interview was, we got to score more points. We got to score. He was, he was kind of chewing out the Hawkeyes for not getting that, getting it going in his wow. way, you know, in his little way. So in other yeah. words, I think he was just disappointed with the action as maybe some of the fans, you know, were, but I mean, that's some nice wins over, you know, higher ranked kids, you know, like in brands is, it's, uh, case but he you know truth be told brands gets shooting and get some offense going i think he opens that up and makes it more than a one-point match for sure so really? as well as those others um you know cassiope with a four to nothing win over an unranked guy so you know you know what i'm saying there so and then great yep. hits and then spencer lee comes out and i gotta give i gotta give a reese Whit whitcraft is the oklahoma state wrestler credit he went for it <laughs> he was going all or none, boy. He hit a, hit a nice hip center, came up, was going for the throw. Spencer just did kind of a cartwheel little thing to counter it right to the back and had a head and arm and eventually got the pin. So uh, that one, put that one to rest. And then, you know, the fans loved that, of course. That was really nice. I think actually the fans were disappointed. They wanted to go longer. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted more Spencer. But, yeah. uh, and then Dayton Fix, you know, he's a, he's a fabulous wrestler. Got, Got a, a major um, yeah. over Teske. I mean, Fisk fixes is, is he's not he's ranked number two for a reason. Right. And, uh, Real Woods had a nice win, 11 to 11 to nothing. Uh, so major there. Max Muren had a tough match, and he might be another one Gable would want to see open up a little bit. And then uh, the the Gefeller Seabrick match. I, I thought that was a great, exciting match. Uh, and that's Seabrick. He's been doing that all year, but unfortunately, he came out on the short end of that tiebreaker. Uh, and uh, it's three to two, so he got ridden out. And, and uh, anyway, uh, but a lot of action in that match, so that's kind of the rundown of the, of the duel there. But the fun part was, I thought, was Gable kind of kind of getting on the Hawkeyes, which they're not, oh, yeah. period, but you know, they're out there they're wherever they're at, so um, but it was fun to hear that. We'll share that uh, uh, Iowa finished the season with an 8-0 record at Carver-Hawkeye Arena. Um, it's the 24th time uh, they've gone unbeaten at home um, in the, the venue at uh, C CHA uh, in program history. Um, Lee has now won 52 straight matches going all the way back to 2019. And uh, he finished 26-0 uh, at Carver-Hawkeye Arena over his career. I still remember when he came out against Rayvon Foley of Michigan State that first year. And, uh, you know, each, each appearance, I think, uh, had the same type of uh, reception from Iowa fans. 
Um, uh, I'm not. I'm not sure if I. Over the time that I've covered, um, Iowa, which goes back to uh, 2009, it's. Uh, I don't remember anybody that got the same type of uh, reception each time out than uh, Spencer Lee did, and rightfully so. I mean, uh, you know. It's deservedly so. Right. And do you remember, uh, was it six years ago now? I guess six years ago. We were debating whether they should pull his red shirt. Right. He pulled it late in the season, and we're going, boy, I don't know. This kid could be a four-time. Well, he's and then he ended up winning it. And yep. Hopefully it'll be Yeah, because he was just coming off losing at the Midlands, too. Uh, that Michigan State duel was like their first duel back or – might might have been their first home duel back after uh, Midlands, where he lost to uh, Brusser of from Oregon State in the semis, and you know, mm -hmm. look what's happened. Been, been pretty special. So, really awesome. Here's something that I was, you know, it's it's always kind of made me scratch my head. But from Sunday, so basically, just short of a month between the last competition and nationals. And, uh, you know, so you got two weeks before big tens or big twelves or, you know, for uh, uh, Iowa state and you and I, and then nationals, you know, so it's, it just seems like it's a long, long season. And then you just stretch that out for a whole month and maybe that's good with stuff, but boy, it just seems like a long time. No. Yeah. You bring up a good point where, you know, you've got uh, this long season that started at the beginning of November, right? And, you know, sometimes you're going multiple times a week. And then all of a sudden you get past the, the regular season and then you've got four weeks where you have five days of competition. Right. So, anyway. Um, uh, in uh, one other thing to know, uh, Spencer Lee uh, named Big Ten Wrestler of the Week um, this week as well. Um, I think the third time he's either had or shared the the award this this season. Right. And then the Iowa State-Missouri meet, which was a – I mean, Missouri's a great team. I mean, maybe Iowa State's over, overrated at third, uh, but, but Missouri kind of handled them 23 to 12. That match you were talking about, David Carr, the number two ranked wrestler in the nation, beat Keegan O'Toole seven to two, who's the number one ranked wrestler. Now the new rankings are out, and you can you you know Carr is number one uh, after that win. But uh, mm -hmm. great! I don't know if you saw a great flurry there. For it was just a, such great athletes going at it for uh, uh, that last takedown of, of Carr's. Anyway. Um. You know the one the one thing about uh, you know Carr, I think uh, you know, boy, I just I just think he's the number one guy anyway. The one thing I thought was cool too is you know David Carr was at uh, the state wrestling tournament on Saturday, and he was he was there kind of encouraging uh, Tate Nakaborn. Uh, it's supporting him. I think that uh, 
really shows a lot about his leadership on and off the mat where it comes to the current Cyclones and even future Cyclones uh, that are coming in. He really seems vested in in all his teammates and, and their success, which I think is pretty special. Right. That's nice to hear that. Uh, another nice win in that match was uh, 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 Skyler at uh, Sam Skyler at heavyweight. The number nine rank uh, beat Zach Elam from Missouri, right. All-American last year, right? Uh, the mm-hmm. rank number seven. So that's a big win for Skyler. And then uh, and on the other side of it, I just uh, Swiderski and Johnson both lost at, at 41 and 49. And uh, I, I don't, I don't want to say anything on the negative side, but it just seems like they digressed from the beginning of the year, doesn't it? With those two, you know, so hopefully they can regain that for big 12s and, and uh, in the nationals. So, you know, with this kind of being their first year in the lineup, do you think that grind, you know, sometimes the length of the season can be hard to, to acclimate to. Do you, do you think that might be kind of a result of, you know, kind of a long season and maybe what we were talking about where the next, you know, three or four weeks where things are kind of spaced out a little bit, maybe tapering off on training, maybe that'll help kind of recharge them a little bit or, or not so much. I think you're right that the, the, the duration, the length of the season and the grind uh, is, is definitely wears on anyone. I don't care what, how old you are, but particularly on younger guys. And yeah, maybe the, the two weeks here and uh, the two weeks, you know, if they qualify before nationals, uh, that'll help recharge them, like you said. So I would, I'd let, I hope so. Um, anyway, you know, another nice win in that duel, I guess, was Marcus Coleman. Uh, he's mm-hmm. chugging along. So, I mean, he's, uh, ranked fourth right now, and and uh, he's looking good. So I, I want to – not trying to get negative or anything here, um, but I think we've seen maybe some inconsist, inconsistency from younger Bastida um, here maybe recently. Is that troublesome, or is that something that Kevin Dresser – probably doesn't need to be concerned about because uh, all it takes is one win to really, you know, saw what he could do last year um, in the postseason. No need to be alarmed about maybe some losses, kind of some up and down wrestling here uh, lately. Right. And his he uh, he lost a four to nothing match to Rocky Elam, who's fourth ranked. And I, I did did Elam finish third last year? I don't remember what it was. A high finisher though, I believe. Yeah, I, I can I can double check and look here, but uh, I know uh, I'm pretty sure it was in the top half. Yeah, top half, maybe not third, but he. In other words, a, a great wrestler. So I don't think this is a this. I mean, it's no loss is a good loss, but this isn't a horrible loss. Uh, because Elam's so good, and he's right there. He'll see him again. No, I guess not. Missouri's not in the Big 12 anymore, are they, in wrestling? So you won't see him there. So, uh, did they come back to the Big 12? I don't think they did. I don't think they were. I think they're in the MAC. No, let's see. 
I think they're I think they're back in the Big Twelve. So they, got, no, they left the Mac and now they're in the Big Twelve, aren't they? In Russell. Yep, they they returned to the Big Twelve. So that's it. So so they will see each other in the Big Twelve again. So uh, they can reverse that. Um, but you're right, a little bit of inconsistency with Bastida. Um, and so I don't know that it's concerned. I mean, it's, you, know, you want to be concerned and talk, you know, do the mental aspect of that. But but uh, um, I, I'm not as worried about Bastida as I am maybe about Johnson, who's really kind of fallen, fallen down there. So. Uh, Elam was fourth. He was third at the Big 12s and then fourth at the NCAAs. Fourth, okay. Yeah. yeah, but third at the Big 12, so. I knew he was a high finisher and great wrestler. So that, that's why I'm less concerned about this loss, because that's, Elam, that's, he's a tough kid, big, tall. Right. Anyway. Uh, staying in the Big 12, you and I, um, they, uh, they went to Wisconsin to close out their regular season. Uh, Wisconsin came away with a 23-17 victory there. Uh, Kale Happel with a pin at 141. Uh, Parker Keckheisen with a technical fall at 184. Um, other uh, uh, UNI winners, Adam Allard at 149 and Lance Running at 174. Um, you know, probably not, not the way uh, – uh, Coach Schwab wants to go into the postseason, but you know, non uh, uh, non conference duel um, and some bigger fish to fry here coming up. Right, and uh, it's it, Wisconsin found the way to, to win the match they weren't supposed to on paper at one thirty three. An unranked wrestler beats you know Biscaglia, who's you know a low low mm -hmm. team eleven twelve right in there. Uh, in a sudden victory match. And that, that was the second match of the night. So, I mean, that, first of all, they didn't match up real good for you and I anyway. And then when you lose that, now you're behind the kind of behind the eight ball there trying to play catch up and it just didn't happen for him. So someone needed to, you know, to, to, uh, to make, uh, win that match they weren't supposed to win to give you and I a chance to win that duel. And it just didn't happen. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so Iowa State, you and I head to the big 12 championships. March 4th and 5th uh, at the Box Center in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, which happens to be the same site uh, two weeks after that for the NCAA championships. Um, and then Iowa will head to Ann Arbor, Michigan um, for the Big Ten championships March 4th and 5th as well. So uh, those teams gearing up for um, their postseasons here in about a week and a half. Um, some small schools have their uh, smaller schools have their uh, regional qualifier this weekend. Uh, the D3 schools are heading down to Springfield, Illinois. Uh, have you uh, taken a look at the the field at that uh, D3 regional? That well. You know, yeah, I'm pretty familiar with it from years gone by. It's, it's all the ARC schools, including, you know, Coe, Loris, Luther, uh, UD, and, and Wartburg that are, and also Cornell that are in our area. Um, the, the top three qualified, this is the sad part about Division Two and Division Three. So the top three 
qualify from each of the regionals. So there's 18 wrestlers in the national tournament. Now that's ridiculous. It's a 16 man bracket. Division one has 33 wrestlers. They even had one additional wrestler you know, into that, but that, but the NCAA only allows 18 at division two and division three. I'm going to tell you right now, it's stupid. <laughs> I don't yeah. know how to put it. It's, it's sad and it's disappointing that they treat the division two and division three wrestlers like that. But uh, that's the way it is. So I'm there. I got off my, especially at the D three level where there are more programs um, than the rest. Right. Right. There's like probably 120 and it might be growing now that they've added Women's, I know that's that's made uh, had some schools add teams as well. So uh, at least twenty, and then you're probably in the seventy-five range, maybe for D one. So right. maybe not below eighty, maybe below eighty. Yeah. So and uh, D two is even, you know, has fewer, uh, probably sixty-five, maybe I don't know, something like that. But uh, uh, so the top three to qualify in division in division three and uh, uh, division two. Uh, Upper I was heading up to Aberdeen, South Dakota. Have you ever been there, KJ? I have not. I've, <laughs> no. I've driven through South Dakota once, and I think I'm good. Yep. <laughs> 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 State hosted. That's funny. There's ten teams there, and and what I from what I can tell, this looks like probably the toughest toughest regional. Seven teams are in the top twenty-two, which I thought was was the toughest. Obviously, St. Cloud is there. It's mostly the the uh, Minnesota, one Wisconsin, Iowa, and South Dakota teams that are there. So, um, some yeah. pretty good teams. Um, yeah, when you when you've got St. Cloud State and uh, Wisconsin Parkside, right? Minnesota State and Mankato, uh, Upper know, Augustana, Upper Iowa. That's a tough field, right? And Upper Iowa is currently ranked number ten. So we'll see how that goes, and then. Those kids qualify for the national tournament that is held where, KJ? Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Nestled right in there uh, between the uh, D1 qualifiers and the NCAA tournament in Tulsa, D1 tournament in, in Tulsa. Uh, D2 is right here, uh, March uh, 10th and 11th at the Alliant Energy Powerhouse. So um, looking you, forward to that because the D2 wrestling is really, really fun. Yeah. And we may have just answered our own question or my, Mike, when I was saying it's a long month there, well, that yeah. allows, that allows the D2 and D3 to have their own qualifying weekend and their own national weekend. So I guess that's, that what is true. So, now, now one question before we leave, and I think this is going to be an easy one for you. You and oh. I has, has won since they entered the uh, Big 12 in uh, 2018, they've owned the 182-pound weight, 184-pound uh, weight class. Uh, uh -huh. So can you tell me, and you can do it in reverse order if that's easier, who the champions have been, the five, cha the five champs, the five years? Five years, three, three individuals, correct? Correct. Uh, that would... Going from first to last, it, it'll be uh, Drew Foster, Taylor Lujan, and Parker Keckheisen. And how does that distribute? You're, you're correct. That is correct. Foster won how many? Uh, uh, 
Foster won two at 84. Um, Luhan. Luhan won one and Keck Eisen two. And so Keck Eisen right now is going to, and that is correct. He's going for his third. So very good job. Nice job. <laughs> I knew you had it in you. Yeah. So I, re I, re I retained one thing. <laughs> Did was Luhan a two-time champ? Did he go 74 and then 84? That or did might, he just win it at 84? You know, I don't remember on that. You might be right. Because I'm, I'm, I'm glad you didn't ask me that then, because I can't remember either. <laughs> yeah, I, I had forgotten that he was at 74, and then when Foster was there, and then bumped up. So yeah. very possible. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, they're uh, they're stranglehold on uh, on the one eighty four pound weight class is uh, is is pretty neat to to see. Right, and and it gets no given. Cat guys in his rank second, but don't forget Marcus Coleman ranked fourth at Iowa State. He wants nothing better than to win a title. So. Uh, Luhan did win at one seventy four. In 2018, um, and then was second in 2019 uh, before moving up to uh, 84 to win it. So he didn't win them back to back, but he did win one title at 74 before winning at 84. So there good, you go. Good memory. Yeah. So, all right. Any other parting uh, parting shots or last words for okay. I go make sure my sidewalk is passable. Great high school season. So a lot of fun. Let's finish out the college season. Yep. Should be a fun month here, kind of going forward at all levels from NCAA division one, two, and three to NAIA and, and JUCO as well. So um, make sure you get out and follow along as uh, college postseason arrives. And as always, can't end this uh, any other way. Let's keep wrestling on the move. Get a daily update from the Gazette with our daily news podcast. Add it to your podcast player or your Alexa-friendly device to get a bite-sized local news update each day. Check it out at thegazette.com slash podcasts.